Previously on Good Sex, Bad Sex. For a lot of people, they don't understand what goes into phone sex. They don't understand the actual labor behind it. And they also don't understand male sexuality, um, hardly at all. I would say like phone sex operators know more about male sexuality than anybody. Hello and welcome to the Good Sex, Bad Sex podcast. We are a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's like a Bikram yoga session, but a lot sweatier. Oh, 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 I'm Miranda Kane. My name is Bibi Lynch. And you can check out our blogs at metro.co.uk. Coming up, we're chatting <laughs> to Dr. Dick. <laughs> the Doc Cock. <laughs> Professor <laughs> Penis. <laughs> Hi, my name is Dr. Kieran Sayan. I'm a GP uh, with a specialist interest in men's health and I work for Lloyd's Pharmacy Online Doctor. So we have a doctor coming in the studio. Should I have worded that better? No. Okay, <laughs> and he's um, and he's talking about um, ED. Do you know what that is? Erectile dysfunction. Yeah. Yes. And uh, well done you. Thank you. And um, and talking about the, the the reasons and the solutions and um, and what we should do. So have you ever been around that? What yeah, have you done? yeah. I've 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 met like quite a few guys that have had problems. So I'm really interested in seeing what what tips you can give me as well as, as what to men. say to the guys as well. Let's see. Doctor, I got sent <laughs> um, quite a cocky press release from um, Lloyd's Pharmacy okay. about um, men and erections. Yes. And they gave me some stats, which I'm going to throw out there because I think Miranda's going to be appalled. Okay. 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 Men have penises, Miranda. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. um, so apparently 59% of British men have struggled to develop or keep an erection during sex at some point in their lives. Okay. Yeah. 42% admit to have having, having had sex with a semi- they don't mean a semi-detached oh. house. A semi. <laughs> so uh, you have to sort of thumb in the rest. Yeah. But one in ten men would rather give up sex than actually get some help. What is wrong with men, doctor? That's my question to you. Why won't they get help? They're embarrassed. Really? Yeah. It's. I think the thing with erectile dysfunction, so that's what the doctors call it, erectile dysfunction okay. is the kind of clinical name. Um, and it basically means that a chap is unable to get or maintain an erection during sex. It's a sensitive topic. Yeah. Chaps don't generally want to talk about it. But one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this today is just to talk about it. You know, so <laughs> many men are uh, affected by it. Yeah. Um, it affects their relationships. Some women can feel, and women or men, whichever um, orientation they are, feel that it's them that's causing the problem when yeah. in fact actually no it's not at all um it can be due to a whole load of things so down to diabetes down to heart disease there's and there's often an underlying cause of these erection problems and that's why we want men to go out go and see their gp get the test done mm. and there's help out there you know there's something there to help them to get these erections back again but not always a physical cause not always a physical cause no absolutely right so basically when you're over the age of 40 generally it's more of a physical cause so we're talking more about the kind of heart disease, prostate problems, diabetes, all of those kind of things. Generally, under the age of 40, and these are very general, I'm talking mm. about everyone's a little bit different. Um, then we're talking more about the depression, anxiety, performance anxiety as well. Mm. Um, young gentlemen just getting a bit scared on the night. Um, but recurrently, when it's a persistent problem is when it uh, needs to be treated, basically. 
I've heard so many different things like from different guys. Um, one of the things that's come up recently has been a lot of guys saying to me, like they'll be in their 20s, yeah. they're like, I, I can't quite get it up. I think I've watched too much porn. Yes. Do you think that's a thing? Yeah, a it certainly more... is a thing. It's a concerning thing, actually. So speaking to some of the consultants at St Mary's, they've got a sexual health clinic there. Um, they deal with um, sexual dysfunction. It's a growing problem. Porn addiction certainly is a growing problem. Mm. So being desensitised and watching more and more porn, it takes more and more to get that gen turned on. Mm. Um, and so when they're with their partner, it doesn't work. That's what the issue is. Because I, I was trying to work out how could that be the problem? But <laughs> yes. they're, they're getting more and more hardcore, so they need more out there stuff Absolutely. to get them excited. Yes, and it, it, there's a whole chemical reaction going on the brain you need so it's i can't remember exactly um the analogy he gave me but it's it's similar to like like an addiction in your brain where you need a little bit more each time to get you to that high to get that so how do you how do you solve that that needs more intense therapy so that basically does need a a, a usually face-to-face clinical assessment so after having an assessment quick examination blood test just to make sure there's nothing physical behind them there as well then we're talking more about sex therapy um we uh, we do use viagra and those type of medicines with sex therapy at the same time um gradually weaning off porn it's an addiction mm. you know you you can't just stop it straight away um but you get the gent to masturbate without using porn to think of their partners and things like that rather than uh, using porn to get their erections. Now, when you explain that there's an actual chemical reaction happening, I'd be really sort of quite happy to hear that, like rather than just going, I'm just getting pervier and pervier and filthier and filthier. It's like, no, there is actually chemicals happening in your brain that's causing this. Absolutely. It's like any addiction, you know, gambling, gaming. Now that's the new one at the moment, gaming as well. It's that kind of thing that's going on in your brain um, where you need to get more and more to get that high. Yeah. Do you think there are any things out there for partners of um, people who are suffering from... That's the thing. What do you do? What are you allowed to say? What's the worst thing you can say? What's the good thing to do? You have to be sensitive, obviously. You have to talk about it in an environment where they feel comfortable. Um, You don't want to go in the supermarket and suddenly talk about anything like this. But within the... um... In front of the chip lot. (laughs) (laughs) Never near a salami. You wouldn't do it, Miranda. Not you. Um, But it is being sensitive. Um, And now that this kind of data is becoming more and more prevalent, you know, Lloyd's Pharmacy have done their research. But in fact, there's a whole bank of research that's Mm. out there now. Um, So the European... European Committee of Sexual Medicine and the International Society of Sexual Medicine, they've done a lot of research on this and a lot of men are affected. Um, And, you know, like they said, you know, up to half basically um, in most of the studies of gents are affected. So we need to let them know, um, you know, avenues like this, um, Mm. let the gents know it's fine, it's common and there is treatment out there as well. So for partners who want to um, broach the subject, I would recommend it being you know a calm environment say it's okay it's common i've you know read it i've heard about it um and approach your doctor go online get the research um you know do things like the erection checker like a gentle um introduction to it all and uh, hopefully get the help then that, that they need because it could also be a symptom of something bigger like you said depression. it could be di- diabetes depression anxiety. absolutely yeah i mean the thing is when for the older gents oh, i shouldn't say older i'm 40 as well. Now. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. I love young looking girls. What's your, forget the erections. What's your secret? 
<laughs> She's found a doctor who's in his forties. It's it's all kicking off. She's... Oh, hang on, I'm fine. I think I've got an erection. Sorry, it's a terrible thing. To say. Sorry, it's a terrible thing. To say. It's good genes. It's my mum. I can't. I can't say anything else. <laughs> Sam, I feel like we've, we're on a date with these two. I feel like we've Sorry. walked in on something. No, come on, tell us where yes. were we? Yeah, I've forgotten now as well. Where were we, Miranda? Um, we were talking about how to broach the subject with your partner. That's it. Yes. Oh, yes. Right. Sorry. Yes. So basically, over the <laughs> forty, over the age of forty, you're talking more about high cholesterol, blood pressure, prostate problems, mm. um, diabetes is the big one. Um, over fifty percent. Isn't of... getting older great? Uh, yes, I know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but you know, fifty percent of diabetics will um, have ED at some point in their lives, um, and that's you know an important thing. So, all of those lifestyle changes, along with medicines, are important to do. So you always hear in the you know, in the news and things like that. Lifestyle is important. Eat more healthily. Um, do some exercise. Stop smoking. Those are all important for erections as well because it is a blood flow to the penis. So if you are doing all of those things, you can hopefully increase the blood flow and get your erections back as well, not yeah. just with medication. Where do we stand, though? With Because so Viagra now is available mm. over the counter, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Where do we stand on that? Is that a good thing, bad thing? What do you think? Do you get desensitized? I don't know whether I you get de- I've never tried. Well, I've never tried it no. myself. Well, I've never had to. What happened to female Viagra? There was pink Viagra. Do you remember? I didn't know. Ask the doctor. <laughs> ask the doctor. <laughs> it's a, we just need a doctor. Than, no. just a doctor in the room. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's pink Viagra. Yes. Was, um, that was a thing, wasn't it? Have I made that It up? still is a thing. Is it? Um, it's only licensed in the States mm. um, by the FDA. We don't have it in Europe or in the UK. It's a bit of an anomaly. The name doesn't quite fit. Viagra, the way it works, it works on the genitals um, and it increases blood flow to the penis. The femo Viagra is very different. What it's actually for is for a hypoactive sexual um, dysfunction in women. So what that means is that any age woman who doesn't have um, a sexual desire that can't be explained by a different medical condition. So they just feel like not having sex, basically. And what this medicine does, the female Viagra, it works on the brain to change the chemicals around a bit, increases a couple of chemicals, dopamine um, and norepinephrine, and decreases uh, serotonin. And that is supposed to increase um, sexual desire. So that's the theory behind it. It failed its, I I believe it failed, if if I'm not mistaken, it failed its um, initial approval twice before it went through. That's reassuring. And the reason why it failed was because of one of side effects, fainting, dizziness, that kind of stuff. Um, And also... The effectiveness. (laughs) No, not so much, but the effectiveness. The effectiveness. So for, uh, if you take the example of one woman not getting any sexual desire in a month, then with using the medication, she's able to get at least one episode of sexual desire in a month. So for some women, that's a big deal, actually, from nothing to one. So there is a positive benefit there. For, so it's, it can be transformational for some relationships, but it's not the same as Viagra in any way. So calling it a female Viagra is yeah. not the right thing at all. That goes more for the libido rather than the physical. Yeah. Well, for men, the libido's there. So yeah. they want to have sex. They just can't get their erection up. That's where the, so the difference say, is. So it's over the counter now. Yes. There's another, there's another of your lovely stats, but over 40... <laughs> 
percent of men now would consider using it because it is over the counter. They haven't got the embarrassment, I guess, of going to the GP yes. and having to talk about it. So we were saying, is it good or bad? Yeah. I'm imagining it's good because one reason it might be good is if you can get an erection, it's almost like muscle memory, if I can use that expression. Okay. Yeah. So you might then get back more into the habit of it if it's a psychological thing in the way that you not having it, not getting it before. I don't know what I'm talking about. I, I was saying, I'm not I would, trained. I would go trained. for the bad point of What's view. What's the bad point? Because it just sounds like it's a sticking plaster for something... Bigger. Oh, Doc's okay. nodding. Yeah. yeah. See? Uh-huh. Yeah. We're going on our Tinder day. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't necessarily agreeing. I was just <laughs> empathising. <laughs> so you, over to you, Doctor. Um, so one of the main reasons why it's been made over-the-counter is uh, because of the illicit use that there is, the amount of counterfeit drugs that there of are. Of course, yeah. So over the last five years or so, the MHRA, so that's the Medicines and Healthcare uh, products regulatory ag- agency they've seized about 50 million pounds worth of um, fake uh, ed Whoa, medication oh erectile gosh. dysfunction medication so these chaps are getting this medicine um from sources which are quite dodgy yeah. potentially dodgy i should say you don't know what's in them exactly right that's it you don't know what's in them so what kind of side effects are they are they just sugar pills are they um something else in there as well as the active substance um so you could get very bad side effects from them as well so yeah. rather than using that we should make it more available to gents because they're going to get it in some way or another anyway mm. so it's better that they get it from pharmacy the pharmacists there are all trained. Um, so I know in Lloyd's Pharmacy, and I'm sure all the pharmacists across the country are trained in this now yeah. um, and able to give gents that advice, which uh, medications are appropriate for them. So the Viagra Connect is the one that's available over the counter. Ask them a few questions um, just to make sure it's safe, no interactions with any other medicines. And then they'll be able to use that medicine, which would hopefully get their sex life back and also guide them in the right direction. It's fine to use this, but there could be something else going on. Go and see a GP, get these tests done. When you use Viagra, when one uses Viagra, yes. what, I mean, how long does it... I can't say the word. Last. Last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last. How long can you bone her for? <laughs> no, but I'm seeing that as a bad... I've got, I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> shit to do, Doctor. Okay. I mean, how so, do you stop it working? <laughs> so let, it's probably worth discussing this, actually, because it's um, probably a bit of a misconception yeah. on how it works. So men still need to be sexually stimulated for it to work. So you can take the pill and usually take it. So if we talk about Viagra first, um, you take that about an hour before sex. And for its full effect, it takes about an hour. You need to be sexually stimulated and then it works. So if you're not turned on, it's not going to work. Oh, so it's not just an an aphrodisiac. Yeah, Ah. it's not an aphrodisiac. You still need to be sexually stimulated and that's the key. So once you're sexually stimulated, you're able to have sex. And once you've ejaculated, you lose your erection. You don't continue having that erection. It's just to get your erection back up again as it was beforehand. Oh. So it's the same sort of thing. Oh, oh. Sure we learn we so much. Yeah, I'm just, I just, I get that preconception, obviously, because I don't have it but it's like you know you get these ones from like silly three sitcoms, days right? later yeah hanging a coat off it yeah just yeah. a handbag rack <laughs> <laughs> just a use doctor it's just an idea um, i haven't seen that in you, clinic yeah. <laughs> you will now um you you mentioned the erection checker. Mm. Oh, yes. Love yeah. the sound yes. yes. What is it, please? Why is it, please? <laughs> <laughs> it's called Miranda Kane. Find her at <laughs> www. She used to be a fluffer. Now she's just an erection checker. It's, um, <laughs> what is it? it's, it's formulated by the Lloyd's 
Pharmacy Network. Um, I've had some input into it. And the whole point of it is a bit of a light-hearted introduction to talking about erections. So gents can answer these seven questions. Um, they're actually questions that we use in clinical practice as part of a screening tool and also extra questions that I'd ask as my normal history when I'm taking a history from a patient about things like alcohol, things like porn addiction, those kind of things we were talking about. Why do you look at me then? <laughs> I got the alcohol, you got the porn. <laughs> Together. What a um, And so, you know, these gents can look at this um, erection checker and it will help to give them a little bit of advice. It's not a screening tool by any means, it's not a proper clinical tool, mm. um, but it will help to advise that actually there may be a bit of a problem here. Go and see your GP, have the test done. You could use medication um, or there's no problem here. Continue with the healthy lifestyle, continue with, you know, running around and uh, not smoking and eating healthily. Mm. So it's just a little bit of gentle advice to help introduce these gents um, to uh, the what does it look like? What? What is it? So it's just questions. I'm, I want a. I want a visual. <laughs> Go to your Twitter DMs <laughs> if you want a visual. Imagine a speedometer. Ah, oh, okay. So you will get questions. There's seven questions in a row. At the end of it, there is the results, which is a imagine a speedometer, and instead of a needle, is a penis. <laughs> I knew it. Is there? Is it? Is it? I knew yeah. it. And what, um, oh no, God forbid. But what happens to the screen if you pass all the questions? Yeah. <laughs> Just ignore the yeah. frantic sound of typing. Yeah. 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 How did you get into penises, Doctor? That's a good question. Yeah. Tell us about your relationship with penis. Yeah. Peni. Um, Peni. My, I guess, specialist interest is in men's health in general. Um, but a big part of that is going to be penises, that's men's health, <laughs> prostates, that kind of thing. So I i don't know why. I just find it interesting. It is interesting. Anyone tell you it's not, it is interesting. I've never been asked that before, well, actually. Yeah. Are um, the figures of erection problems rising, if I may use that there word? There it is. There it is. <laughs> look at that. I found the erection checker. Oh, look at it. Look at that. I'm 72%. <laughs> looks looks like things aren't quite working well as they should be, which is a lovely way of putting it. Yeah. It's a lovely way of saying, darn 999. Nine, nine. <laughs> no, I've got sure. my little pink penis is just around in the green zone. So, and I might, I might do it again. Oh, and I can get a free, I can then get a free online consultation or share the quiz. At what stage do they ask Miranda... If she does have a penis, <laughs> how, how far can you get in this quiz? What's the prize? Oh, that's quite. Is that's... there a vagina one? There isn't. No, we online doctor. We generally do men's health. It's, okay. We do contraception, um, and over the over time, we're going to do more work on uh, yeah. contraception. And my colleague is going to be working on that. I'm offering oh. me and Miranda Kane to my right as the face. Is of the, if you want to use vagina. a speedometer, yeah. <laughs> she can be the red and I'm the green. I'll, I'll, um, I'll let my colleague she know. She stopped. I'm very much go go go. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for telling us everything. <laughs> so, what are the top tips? What, what did we learn? What things would be your your go to takeaway top tips? It's okay to talk about it. It's mm -hmm. common. Um, don't forget there are many men who are experiencing the same thing as you. Not you, obviously, but <laughs> gents. <laughs> You know, we're talking about 50% and there is help out there. It can be from your pharmacist. It can be from your online doctor. It can be from your GP. You need to get those tests done. If you're over 40, those are important to get done. And don't let it affect your relationship. 
I've seen relationships break down. I've yeah. seen relationships get completely back to normal. So many nice compliments um, saying you've saved my marriage, you saved my relationship. So the same thing could be for you as well. So just get the help out there. And I would like to say to anyone who thinks their partner has got ED, because I had a boyfriend mm-hmm. who he had problems mm-hmm. with his. Um, and it was eventually because he had something bigger going on. He had diabetes, yes. it turned out. Okay. So for those people who are thinking, oh, my God, how do I approach this with mm-hmm. my partner? Do it because you might be saving. Their semi might save their life. Um, but what did you, how did you? I felt gutted. It, I felt you? like, just like, for me, this is why this is something that is really it's yeah. what you said, that an important thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I absolutely, absolutely. was like, yeah. I lost my confidence. I was like, I didn't want to, sex became just like, I, I really yeah. wanted it. And then, then we'd all draw back from each other. Yeah. So and I think that's the important thing because we, you know, we're having fun. That's great uh, mm. today. But it really does affect people at, you know, in the bedroom, um, at the relationship level, yeah. um, where it can just break relationships completely. So having that conversation and knowing that there is help out there now mm. will hopefully save those kind of things. Yeah. And if you are that person's partner, you can go and talk to the GP, I'm guessing as well, or to a pharmacy or someone. Yeah. So the pharmacist help. is um, for over the counter. a good start. Um, if you're a bit um, wary of going to your GP straight away, and you could try the medication straight off, but you'll still get that advice that eventually you need to go and get the test done. Mm. The stuff that's available over the counter, that's Viagra Connect. So that's the new one that's um, available now. In fact, it's the same as Viagra. It's just the same medicine inside it. It's just called Viagra Connect because it's available over the counter. And it's available in that dose of 50 milligrams. Now, for some men, that's not going to be enough. Actually, you need a bit of a higher dose and that's when you need to get a prescription for it. So if you're not keen to speak to, you know, someone face to face, you could also use the online doctor. That's my background. And we have a lot of gents who want that discreet option and we can do things completely discreetly online. It's safe. You have to make sure whatever online doctor that you use, that they're registered with the CQC. That's okay. the regulatory body that um, regulates all healthcare areas um, across the country in England um, and that they are an authorised medicine seller as well because don't forget, like I was mentioning before, there's a lot of dodgy mm, yeah. uh, websites out there. So just make sure that you pick the right one. So where can people get hold of, of you? Are you? Is it Online Doctor? So I'm at Lloyd's Pharmacy Online Doctor. Okay. Um, I've got a team uh, that I work with of 14 doctors. So there's quite a few of us wow. there working there. So yeah, one of my, either me or one of my colleagues will be happy to consult. I'm sure. Oh, <laughs> BB smiling. <laughs> doctors are great. <laughs> Do you have any therapists? I might need one of those. <laughs> I think Doctor's going to need one of them. (laughs) Thank Thank you. Thank you. you, My pleasure. Say thank you, Doctor. Thank you, Doctor. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you very much to Dr. Kieran. If you or your partner have been affected by any of the issues we've discussed today, please do get in touch with your GP or visit your pharmacy. So, BB, what has been the weirdest penis that you've ever seen? What was his name? <laughs> I don't think it was a weird penis, but I had a boyfriend who used to hit me on the head with his cock. What? That's a terrible thing to do with a chicken. <laughs> My name's Miranda Kay. <laughs> My name is BB Lynch. Good Sex, Bad Sex was produced, well, we say produced, by Sam Bonham. Check out our articles on metro.co.uk. And we will see you next week for more Good Sex and more Bad Sex. Bye. 